what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show i'm your host fellow kgb you can follow me on twitter at the fellow kgb and uh, it's wednesday evening it's almost five o'clock we're going to be doing a 12 team ppr mock draft using espn so i haven't used espn it's actually my first time using it uh, all season and i do have a couple leagues on espn so it'll be interesting to see how their adp goes uh, but yeah, we're going to be using the eighth spot in this draft. I've done 9, 10, 11, and 12, so I'm just going to keep working my way down. And uh, as you see, I have the lobby open here. You got the ticker at the top here. I don't know how you can see the draft board. We'll get, we'll try and find that when we can. Uh, but anyways, you got your roster here on the side, all your player cues here. You can filter as you need, but it looks like we're going with one quarterback, two starting running backs, two starting receivers, one tight end, one flex, and then they have a defense and a kicker, but I don't really play in defense kicker leagues. So I'll save those for my last picks and we'll try to get as many sleepers as we can towards the back end. Uh, but yeah, we're drafting 16 players in this mock draft and uh, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, but uh, I'm excited to see what we get at the eighth spot. Um, there's kind of a consensus top eight guys. If I can get any of these, these players here, McCaffrey, Barkley, Kamara, Thomas, Elliot, Henry, Cook or Adams, that's really what I want. So we'll see if we can get one of those guys. Um, uh, but yeah, anyways, we're, we just started the board here. It looks like 45 second timers. And uh, I'll just be keep, I'm going to keep flipping back and forth with my Google Sheets uh, document, which you can access on Patreon. There's a link in the description below if you're interested in purchasing that. It's going to be $10 for the month of July, but you'll get access to all of my, my team projections. And then at the end here, I have, you know, the individual position tabs here. So go ahead and check that out if you're interested. Uh, I have all your PPR, half PPR standard. And whatnot. And this is a working document too. So anytime I go, I mean, I'm updating this document daily, uh, tweaks here and there. So it's going to be always updated to the best uh, of my abilities. And uh, you can have that on Patreon. So uh, it looks like our first overall pick is taking his time here with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, maybe he'll get auto picked at some point. Uh, so hopefully this speeds up a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to ESPN. I want to see like a draft board. Uh, I'm not really seeing where I can filter this to look at the whole board. Um, draft help. They do have a little tab here that says you can help. Um, yeah, maybe you can't you can't do the board. That's unfortunate. So e this is my first time using ESPN this year. I thought in the past they had draft boards, but you can go ahead and find all the rules here, um, all the scoring rules. So we got four point passing touchdowns. Uh, negative two interception, uh, basically every 25 yards equals a point. And like I said, this is full PPR, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I might be cutting in and out as I edit this. This might take a little bit of time. Uh, so excuse me if I decide to chop it up, but uh, essentially I'm just going to make a comment on every pick that I make. So it's kind of a slow roller right now. Um, you can see the players pick down here. So McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, uh, first couple guys to go. I think I'm actually going to move... Maybe we'll just move this over here for now. Uh, but anyways, we're slow rolling a draft here. Derrick Henry, number four, there was talks. Uh, this is Wednesday. I think it's June, uh, July 15th. There was positive reports on Derrick Henry getting a deal done, which would be really great for his dynasty prospects. Not so good for Derrick King Evans. But uh, if you were holding on to Derrick Henry in dynasty, uh, things are looking good. Looks like he's going to stay in Tennessee. Uh, so that's really good to see if you're an, an owner of uh, Henry. Uh, but anyways, we're looking here at pick five. We see Michael Thomas go. Yeah, I'm just going to move that there so we can see the, the ticker here on the side. Uh, but pretty, pretty, you know, consensus top five here. We're rolling here. Uh, top six is Michael Thomas and Kamara. So we're on the board here. Dalvin Cook just went. We missed all of our top tier running back targets. So 
Uh, I hate being a, a, you know, consistent. I guess I'm consistent with what I've been picking. I'm going to go ahead and take Devontae Adams, who I've taken in a couple times in these mock drafts. So if you're sitting at any point, I guess, from 8 to 12 in your draft and, and Devontae Adams is there, I'm going to co-sign uh, Devontae Adams all the way. If we look at my uh, here, if you look at my 2020 projections, I do have Devontae Adams here, my eighth best overall player. He's the second receiver. I got him a few points behind uh, Michael Thomas, maybe about 20 or 30 points. But I would bet that Adams is going to score more touchdowns than Michael Thomas. Uh, Thomas is just going to be able to catch a little bit more more passes, a few more targets, and probably you know a little bit more yards because of the volume. But uh, if there's anyone that can outscore Michael Thomas, it's going to be Devontae Adams, maybe Tyreek Hill. Uh, so I guess I'm going to keep on reviewing what's going on here. So Julio Jones, ninth ninth overall. Kenyon Drake is, I noticed ESPN was really high on Kenyon Drake. And I did update my rankings today. I was looking at the Arizona Cardinals and uh, Kenyon Drake did jump up in my rankings a little bit today. Uh, I'm looking for his name here. Kenyon, 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 Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is still about my RB 13. Let's see here. get moved up at all uh, he jumped up to my rb10 so Kenyon drake is getting about 260 fantasy points that's pretty good um so it looks like we're on the clock here we missed out on aaron jones austin eckler nick chubb josh jacobs tyree hill we missed out on all the good guys uh so okay this might be kind of fun i missed out on all my receivers i do like miles sanders here a lot um i missed out on my running backs i mean so i do like miles sanders but chris godwin to me I don't think I've done a wide receiver, wide receiver start. And that's basically the complete opposite of what people have been telling you to do. So we're going to go ahead here and try the wide receiver, wide receiver start. And we'll see if we can land enough running backs in this draft. So I guess this will be, this is going to be a good running back research uh, mock draft video. So if you're enjoying uh, the, the content I'm putting out, please don't forget to like and comment the YouTube video. I'm working real hard to, to put out more content for you guys, I'm trying to do almost one a, one video a day during the, the work week. Um, so I don't know, just keep uh, keep liking, commenting, and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Um, so it looks like after Godwin, we got Miles Sanders, Patrick Mahomes, and Mike Evans. Um, I just want to look here, go back to my flex rankings. So where did Kenyon Drake, did he get removed from this list? Why is he so far down here? I'm going to have to update that. But anyways, we're looking pretty good uh, with our two wide receiver start. I think there's a couple running backs that I have in mind that we can get. Uh, we're reading off the list here. Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey, Leonard Fournette, and Kenny Galladay finish off round two. Beginning of round three, we got DJ Moore, Todd Gurley, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen. I've been saying in a couple of my videos that round three is the wide receiver round. If you went on running backs early, it's very to your advantage. Uh, to snag a wide receiver in the third round because there's a lot of guys with wide receiver one potential like Galladay, Moore, A-Rob, Thielen. Those are all guys that I really like. So, uh, But I think I'm going to be trying to take players that I haven't been taking. I know I've been a little bit redundant in these mock drafts, but uh, if we can get a receiver here, like I, I'll take it and we'll see what happens. But there's a couple running backs here that, that do catch my eye. Uh, I'm In the third round, I'm looking at a guy like Le'Veon Bell, maybe Melvin Gordon, David Johnson. Uh, let's go ahead here and filter by running back and see if anyone sticks out. Um, James Conner is one of my favorite running backs to take. Um, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to look at my rankings here. Um, running backs. Kenyon Drake was 
up to 17. Joe Mixon, Sanders, Eckler. Le'Veon Bell is the highest ranked running back that I have remaining. Uh, the next running back would be James Conner. So maybe those are the two guys that we look to target here. Uh, we missed Melvin Gordon. That's fine. We missed Juju. That's okay. Um, but I think I have to stick to my board, and I haven't drafted Le'Veon Bell yet. Um, so this will give me a chance to talk about Le'Veon Bell. I know he's he's a really polarizing player. People are, are looking at him like, like he's, uh, I don't know, just in an abyss on the Jets' offense, and I get it. But, uh, I mean, if we look at what Le'Veon Bell did last year, and then we realize that, hey, the team, they got a lot better on the offensive line. They put a lot of money and resources into that with their draft picks. And then Sam Darnold's going to be another year better. The defense got better. I mean, Le'Veon Bell was still RB16 last year on a very dysfunctional New York Jets offense. He averaged 14.3 points per game uh, in a full PPR league. That's not bad. But if you just look at his numbers, he was pretty consistent. Uh, only two games below double digits. And then the thing that I like is he only scored four touchdowns. Uh, I think the bar is extremely low uh, for him to improve on what he did last year. Only four touchdowns, like I mentioned. Uh, he only had 3.2 yards per carry. That's almost like a given to go up. Um, and then, he I mean, he did miss a game, only 15 games, and he still finished RB16. So uh, for a team here that loaded up on two stud receivers, maybe two top five receivers, we ended up getting a guy that's a fringe RB1. I think if he plays a full healthy season, he's going to, He's going to get enough reception work. He's going to get enough uh, work near the goal line. Uh, again, it's like Adam Gase, New York Jets. We're not excited about it. But, um, if I mean, if if I showed you these numbers and I just took away the name Le'Veon Bell, you'd be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. This guy looks like an RB1 uh, possible, you know, solid RB2 candidate. So uh, I'm okay with Le'Veon Bell here in the third round. Um, and as we're moving here, George Kittle, I should have probably taken George Kittle there. I didn't realize he fell, but Amari Cooper – David Johnson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, Cortland Sutton, Lamar Jackson fell pretty hard, Odell Beckham. Um, so we're probably going to be snagging James Conner here. I might have taken him in a couple of leagues. Uh, but again, like I said, James Conner, he technically is my 29th best available player. And here we are into the third, fourth round, beginning of the fourth round. Uh, I missed on Calvin Ridley, which would have been nice. Uh, let me just go ahead and filter everything else here. A guy like A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Uh, man, these are guys, these guys are hard to pass on, but like I, like I said, we did go wide receiver, wide receiver. And I think, I mean, just looking at all these guys, uh, James Conner is the one running back that I think, uh, could be an RB one left. So I'm going to go ahead here and take James Conner. And then let's take a look at James Conner's numbers. Uh, this will give me a good chance to kind of show what I'm expecting. Cause if Conner, I mean, any game that Conner is healthy and he's playing, uh, I think we're probably going to rank him as an RB one. Uh, he was dinged up. He only played 10 games last year. A rush for 464 yards, four touchdowns, but he caught three touchdowns. Pretty good receiving chops here. 34 receptions, 38 targets, 251 yards on the through the air. So if I look at some of these numbers here on the right, just keep in mind that these guys were playing without Ben Roethlisberger, except for, you know, the first week and a half or so. And uh, James Conner was still able to bust out. I mean, he had the one bad game here. I think he got hurt in that game. It looks like he did. Um, so that would have been, you know, frustrating to start him, but every other game, it looked like his floor was about nine and a half, nine, seven points. So I'm totally okay with James Conner, uh, being my RB two. This actually worked out really well. Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, uh, Le'Veon Bell and James Conner. I'm feeling pretty good about getting, uh, those playmakers. And then if we look at my flex rankings, I mean, I do have Devontae up here at my eighth best available. I got Godwin up here at my 12th best available. 
uh, Le'Veon Bell as my 21st. And then, like I said, James Conner down here at 29. So out of my first four picks, we got four guys in the top 30 of my, my flex ranking. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that. So I'm just going to kind of recap what we got going on here as we crawl through. Uh, looks like we started the fifth round, but uh, Zach Ertz was right behind me. Devin Singletary, Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, DeAndre Swift. Uh, I think for the most part, when I've been doing these mock drafts, I've been hammering the running backs early and then uh, getting the the receivers in, you know, three, four, five rounds. And guys like A.J. Brown, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, those, those are some of my favorite targets to get. Uh, in hindsight, I, I, I think Lamar Miller at round four, pick two over here on the side, that would have been a really nice pick to get. I think he's a third round value. And I mean, I'm willing to take him as high as like 24th, 25th overall at that, at that turn there. So there's a lot of good value here in the fourth round. I don't mind ESPN's ADP at the moment. It looks to be going fine. Uh, looks like DeAndre Swift, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green. Uh, I would be really stoked if we can get Terry McLaurin here. Uh, we did see there's a news alert. Uh, was it yesterday? that Redskins second-year receiver Kelvin Harmon suffered a torn ACL. I think he's pretty much done for the year, and uh, we'll see what he can do uh, as in his recovery for next season. But uh, this is good news, I guess, for Terry McLaurin owners in Dynasty. We're going to see him get even more targets than what he, what he was going to get before. Uh, so I'm all in on Terry McLaurin. If you're watching this video, you've probably seen, seen me mock him in a couple other mock drafts, but uh, it's, in the fifth round, I usually take Terry McLaurin in the fourth round. So the fact that we can get him here at 56 overall, we got him. Terry McLaurin, uh, I, I'm smitten with uh, McLaurin. Uh, let's just be honest here and look around the, the other receivers. Uh, I like DK Metcalf here. I like Michael Gallup here. Darren Waller still kicking it. Let's look at the running backs real quick. Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, Tariq Cohen. Uh, these are all guys that I really like. Ronald Jones, I might have to snag him. Uh, let's just do our due diligence on quarterback. Watson, Murray, Prescott, Wilson. I, I, I wouldn't mind getting Wilson if we can in a little bit, but I'm going to go ahead and snag Terry McLaurin. We'll look at him where he is on my flex rankings. Uh, Terry McLaurin clocks in at 35th, 35th best overall flex player. Uh, I have him projected for 77 receptions, 129 targets, 1,165 yards, and eight touchdowns. Uh, if we went and filtered by, let's filter what are the receivers here. Uh, I want to filter by yard share. I've been doing some studies here. I do have a video on it too, but Terry McLaurin ranked number three. He's going to get about 21.17% of the Redskins yards. So I like that. That's a really high number. And uh, yard share, like I found in my study, I found that to be a really, really good indicator at where a uh, receiver is going to finish. Um, if you're interested in looking at that, I do have a video on the YouTube channel. So go ahead and check that out if you want. Uh, but if you go to the fantasyfellowship.com, you're going to see uh, 2019 yard share. So click on this column and it's going to give you some stats. It's going to let you know, you can click on uh, the position you want and then it'll tell you uh, the yard shares from last year. So anything above 21% last year was pretty much an, a wide receiver one. So uh, I'm really high on Terry McLaurin. I love his game. We didn't get to look at his numbers uh, from last year. But anyways, we got to make a pick here. Looks like we missed out on a couple guys here that I liked. Metcalf, uh, Prescott, Kareem Hunt would have been nice. Uh, we could use another running back here. I'm really high on Tariq Cohen, but I just took him in another video. Uh, tight ends, not sure if we want that yet. We have our main core starters in here. So maybe we grab a quarterback here. Watson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. 
Uh, I'm just going to do it because I missed out on Lockett. I missed out on DK Metcalf. Uh, I think this is where I would be really comfortable taking Russell Wilson. And uh, again, one of my favorite things when thinking about 2020 is you want players that have, you know, teams that have continuity on their rosters. And Russell Wilson, man, he does not miss games. You see, he was quarterback four last year. Uh, my favorite Russell Wilson stat is look at these games per season. 16, he hasn't missed a game in his career. No one talks about it. And every single fantasy season, he's been over, um, I guess you have to filter to ESPN settings. But um, last year, he had one of his best seasons. 20.4, 31 touchdowns, five picks. That's a pretty good ratio. Over 4,000 yards, uh, 66% completion rate. And uh, his receivers, man, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I love those guys. So if I miss out on those, I think even if you could stack, like if you wanted to stack uh, DK in like the fifth with Wilson in the sixth, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Because when you get Wilson, you're also getting Tyler Lockett, Metcalf, Philip Dorsett, Greg Olson, Will Disley. You're getting everything that he has to offer. And he's been chucking 30 touchdowns for three three straight years now. So uh, Russell Wilson, I usually like to sleep on quarterback, but for this one, we'll try something different. And uh, I guess because of the roster circumstances here with ESPN, I have everything but tight end filled out. So I'm pretty happy with how this is looking. We could use a running back here and I'm super tempted. I think we're going to take Ronald Jones because of the upside here receiver. Uh, I think we can wait on receiver. We got three really good ones. Um, so we're going to go ahead here and take Ronald Jones. Uh, I've talked about Ronald Jones a little bit, but uh, the cool part about Ronald Jones is people, you know, they either love him or hate him. So it really depends on who you're drafting with. But I, I just think in this year with, with rookies not missing, you know, pra missing practices and training camps, that's really going to hurt their development this year. So we see Ronald Jones last year in the timeshare with Peyton Barber. He was RB25. Um, he didn't get much run his rookie year, but last year he averaged 4.2 yards per carry, 10 yards per catch. He scored six touchdowns on the ground. Uh, 31 receptions, 309 yards, combined for over 1,000 yards, averaged about 10.6. Uh, the consistency was not there, but as we saw towards the end of last year, we see uh, Bruce Arian start to give him the ball a little bit more consistency or consistently. So I like that, and uh, I don't know. I just like what I've been seeing from Ronald Jones this summer, working out with Tom Brady, working with the starters. I think uh, I've read a couple of Tampa Bay reports where like their beat writers are saying Ronald Jones is the clear starter um, so at this point in the draft, we waited on running back, got them in three and four. And now we add Ronald Jones to the mix. And uh, we're, we're not like relying on him to be a starter. Maybe he's a flex guy at some point. But if anything happens to Bell or Connor, uh, I got a guy that I think is going to get about 15 touches per game. And then uh, because we waited on running back, what I'm going to do here is take Damian Williams. I haven't been able to draft Damian in any of the mock drafts, but uh, it kind of just keeps going with what I've been saying, man. I'm nervous about rookies, especially the rookie running backs. None of the rookie running backs landed in a surefire spot where they are the clear guy. Uh, everyone's got someone that, like a veteran presence there to compete with. Maybe besides Cam Akers. Cam Akers just has to compete with Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. Uh, he might be the most interesting rookie uh, out of the gate this year because of the lack of uh, you know competition there for him. So Damian Williams... I'm going to go ahead and show some of his stats from last year. Uh, people forget about him a little bit, but he was very pivotal in their, um, their success in the playoffs and the Super Bowl especially. But, but Damian, he played 11 games last year. He finished as RB37, uh, but he did average 13.0 fantasy points per game. Um, he was kind of frustrating here for owners, uh, but when he got back healthy, 
it looks like uh, week 11 is when he got hurt. He came back week 16 and, you know, did a really good game against the Bears here, 18.2. He lit up the Chargers, 31.4, destroyed Houston for two touchdowns in the ground and one in the air for 26.8 and 19.9 against the Titans in the championship game and then 29.3. So, I mean, he's he's not going to go away. Uh, I get the first round pick of, of Clyde Edwards Lair is really exciting. He's going to be used as a pass catcher and everything. Uh, but Damian Williams is a good player, guys. He did the same thing last year to us where he went on this crazy tear. Um, and to me, he's shown, I mean, 200 yard games here towards the end of the season. He had three on the season. Uh, but he's, if anything's going to happen for him, it's going to be, he's going to get, he's going to get the red zone work. And then I think he, they're going to lean on him in the third down work uh, when they need to get, you know, a third and six. I think we're going to see Damian Williams get the nod over Clyde Edwards. So I'm a little hesitant on my rookies, but uh, <clears throat> for now we got Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Ronald Jones, and Damian Williams. I'm feeling a lot better about this start now. Uh, we loaded up with receiver Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, and Terry McLaurin. Still need a tight end. We'll get to the tight ends. I'm notorious for waiting on my tight ends, but uh, I feel really good about what we've done so far. And then Russell Wilson's kind of like the cherry on top right now. So uh, we do need a receiver. <clears throat> I don't know if anyone's sticking out more than the others for me here. We might be able to wait on receiver. Um, let's take a look at the tight ends. <clears throat> Jared Cook, I don't have any New Orleans Saints. I think I'm going to take Jared Cook here. I did just draft him in another video, <clears throat> but I'm totally fine with Jared Cook here. He did come out pretty high in my projections uh, as far as tight ends go. I got him up here at tight end seven. Uh, basically, you know, like 11, 12 points per game. I got him projected for 52 receptions. 74 targets, 715 yards, and eight touchdowns. Just a sec, I need a drink quick. Um, But yeah, he's got massive touchdown upside. And he's got Michael Thomas on his team. He's got Emmanuel Sanders on his team. Um, People, you know, they have to play the Saints straight up. And Drew Brees and and Jared Cook had a really good connection near the red zone last year. So our starting lineup is set. And at this point, uh, I mean, we got – we don't even need – anything in particular right now, we can kind of just take best available. So looking at the board here, TJ Hawkinson, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Miko Hardman. Uh, we're just going to land on Miko Hardman here as one of our receivers. We didn't get any pieces of the, of the Kansas City Chiefs offense, and that kind of goes with what I was talking about. I want players on good offenses that have continuity, and Miko Hardman, he's a second-year player, um, but he's got the best quarterback in the game right now, the best offense running uh, in the NFL. So let's take a look at what he did last year <clears throat> in PPR leagues. He only had 41 targets, but he caught 26 of those receptions, 538 yards for 20.7 yards per catch and six touchdowns. I want to say he added a couple return touchdowns too, um, <clears throat> but he came out really strong out of the gate. Not so much week one, but when Tyreek Hill went down, he was able to show that he could be used as a deep threat. Um, but he's more of a best ball pick. I think I'm going to need to see a little bit more from him before I start him in my lineup, but he's one of those guys that just has such a tremendous upside and ceiling uh, that I'm willing to put him on my bench to start the year and see how it goes. Uh, Maybe during the bye weeks, we'll be filling him in uh, occasionally, but we'll see how that goes. Um, So anyways, we're moving on here. I haven't been talking about what we've been missing, but uh, I really like this draft so far. Give me a thumbs up. Let me know if there's any players that you like, you dislike. I love having conversation with uh, my subscribers. Um, so Zach Moss, man, he's probably my favorite running back available. Uh, there are some really good receivers. It looks like, uh, I like Anthony Miller, Hunter Renfro's good. 
Uh, even Sammy Watkins, that might be a good idea to just take Watkins and Hardman and see what happens with those guys. Um, Randall Cobb down there. Um, but Zach Moss, man, we, we, we kind of waited on running backs. So I'm, I'm leaning Zach Moss here because I think he's going to lead uh, the Buffalo Bills in rushing touchdowns this year. I mean, not, I mean, Josh Allen probably will, but uh, they gave Frank Gore a lot of opportunity in the red zone last year. He didn't really cash in, you know, he's, he's quite old for a running back. So he wasn't able to take advantage of the good situations that the Buffalo offense provided, but Zach Moss is good. He's a banger. He can pass block. He can catch. Uh, he might actually be better than Devin Singletary. So I'm going to probably be doing a video of running backs to avoid. And I think Devin Singletary is going to be like probably the poster boy of that video. Cause I'm not drafting Devin Singletary anywhere near where he is going in the fourth and fifth rounds. Uh, I don't think he has the upside there. I think he's maybe a, a top 20, 25 running back at best. Uh, whereas Zach Moss, I know he's a rookie, like I talked about, but I like his role. I like the offense and uh, they pretty much already came out and said that, hey, this is what he's going to be. And if there's any chance that Zach Moss is better, he could be a guy that slowly takes over more workload. But at this point in the draft, what was it, round round 12, we got a guy that's going to maybe get five or six touchdowns. And then again, with the whole coronavirus situation, I mean, if anything gets – if, if um, say Devin Singletary gets wiped out for two weeks, you know, it's not a bad idea to load up on some of these backup running backs. Like even Boston Scott's looking at me right now. Um, that might not be a bad pick, but I think we got to go receiver here. <clears throat> um, who's sticking out here? Sammy Watkins. I mean, like I said, it's not a bad idea to start pairing uh, players on similar teams. Like I just got Miko Hartman and Sammy Watkins. If anything happens to either of those guys, <clears throat> the other guy's value is going to shoot up. If he's sick for two weeks, I got it covered. Uh, if Tyreek Hill goes down, you know, I got Hartman and Watkins. So that's a pretty good uh, way of looking at it. I guess I've been looking into snagging running back mates, uh, even like the second and third receiver mates. Uh, sometimes I think that might be a good way to look at this year because it's going to be so weird. I really don't know how else to give advice this year besides um, <clears throat> like Alan Lazard coming up here. He might be a receiver target of mine because I have Devonte Adams. It's not a bad idea, to, I think, to handcuff some of your best players because, I mean, if Godwin, you know, if he gets sick for two weeks, he has to quarantine. Um, of course, Mike Evans would be the biggest beneficiary, but, you know, guys like Gronkowski, <clears throat> Scott Miller, uh, Justin Watson, some of those guys get pushed up a little bit. And then I think I'm going to take um, – it looks like he's low here, but I do like Steven Sims down here on my list. Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and take a look at any quarterbacks down here. I'm okay with not taking a quarterback here. We've kind of been hammering – uh, all the positions here. Let's look at tight end. Maybe we'll get a backup tight end. <clears throat> I'm going to take Blake Jarwin. He's my highest, highest rating tight end left. Let me get a drink quick. <clears throat> so I got Blake Jarwin here as my tight end eight. I've been talking about him in all my videos so far. I think there's more volume in the Dallas passing offense than people realize. Again, he's competing with basically a rookie CD lamb for the middle of the field. Um, but when you think about that offense, Michael Gallup on the outside, uh, Mari Cooper kind of inside-outside, and C.D. Lamb, same thing inside-outside. And then you got Zeke in the back. All eyes are going to be on those guys, where Blake Jarwin might be the guy that gets the most favorable matchups every week. Uh, Jason Witten was a tight end one last year. He did finish as a tight end one. Uh, he wasn't very good with his, you know, his yards per catch or anything like that, but he did play uh, pretty well. 
And then let's see here. I'm going to, I think my final pick here is I'm going to back up Steven Sims here. I guess Terry McLaurin with Steven Sims, because I mentioned at the top of the video, uh, Kelvin Harmon got hurt, torn ACL for the year. <clears throat> that clearly leaves Steven Sims as the number two receiver there. And it's not going to be a good team. They're going to be throwing the ball a ton. And uh, I don't know, if you look at what Steven Sims did down the stretch last year, let me Google it. <clears throat> He's one of my favorite um, late round targets right now, especially in a best ball league, but he really showed some good things. He's going to be their starting slot receiver, uh, 34 catches, four touchdowns last year, but down the end of the stretch, <clears throat> you know, we see three straight games with touchdowns, you know, in high volume targets, 11, 10, and eight. Maybe that happens again this year. So if you don't know, now you know, but Steven Sims, man, uh, watch some of his highlight tape on YouTube. The guy, uh, super athletic, super fast. He had a punt return or a kick return against the Patriots for a touchdown. Um, he's very electric with the ball in his hands. Um, and slot receivers are some of my favorite late round targets anyways. So this team, uh, I'll kind of recap it here in a sec, but let's just go ahead and take our damn defense. Saints D, Bucks, Vikings, Jets. Uh, who's going to win a lot of games? Who's going to win a lot of games? Um, we'll just take the Saints. We'll just take the Saints. I, I really don't care. There's only one league where I play with defense and kickers in, and I, it's a keeper league, so it, it's fine. But uh, I guess our kicker, we want a kicker here. We're going to take uh, Matt Gay, maybe, Tampa Bay. We'll just take a good team with a good kicker, Matt Gay, Tampa Bay. So our offense, uh, the draft is complete. So let's review our lineup here. Um, <clears throat> I wish it would tell me what round I was in. Uh, but anyways, uh, pick history. Maybe that's what we want to see here. So I wish it would just tell me who I picked. Uh, but anyways, we did start with Devontae Adams at eighth overall. Came back with Chris Godwin, a receiver-receiver start. And I think this turned out really well for that. I haven't seen too many people, uh, you know, saying, hey, do, do this receiver-receiver start. Um, but I kind of like how we ended up. We got fringe RB1 running backs with Le'Veon Bell and James Conner. I think they can hold the fort down as long as they're healthy. <clears throat> Terry McLaurin is our wide receiver three. He'll be in our flex spot in this uh, setup set here. Russell Wilson's our quarterback. He's going to be a top five quarterback. I uh, feel really good about that value there. Ronald Jones, round seven. <clears throat> he might be one of those guys that makes or break our roster, but um, I think he's going to be the Tampa Bay running back number one. Uh, he's going to run for a lot of touchdowns. You think about how Tampa Bay – or Tom Brady with New England, they've always had a really good running back that, you know, got the touchdowns in the red zone. And uh, I think Ronald Jones is a better passer, uh, pass catcher than people think. So I like the value there. Damian Williams, again, that kind of just doubled down on the Ronald Jones pick. I think one of those guys will hit uh, in worst case scenario. Um, they end up just being, you know, strong RB threes that we can whip out if anything happens. Uh, but again, both those guys are going to be like red zone goal line back. So I like that. Jared Cook, our tight end one, that's great. Uh, Miko Hardman, he's going to be one of our darts that hopefully can blossom in year two with Pat Mahomes. Uh, Zach Moss, he's going to you know, be the banger in the red zone for the Bills. Uh, and he, could, he might be better than Devin Singletary. Uh, Sammy Watkins, who knows what's going to happen with him, but <clears throat> I'm willing to – I like having the Hardman-Watkins uh, stack because if anything happens to Hill or anything happens to Kelsey, uh, anything happens to either of those guys, uh, we got something good working there. Uh, Blake Jarwin is our backup tight end. Again, I haven't missed my tight end date. So we got the seventh and eighth best tight end on my rankings. Uh, Steven Sims Jr., who I'm super high on. And then uh, whatever, defense kicker. 
But yeah, that's going to do it for today's video. If you watch the end, uh, I have questions, I guess. If you guys want me to do any specific uh, website for a mock draft, or if you want me to do a 10 team, half PPR, if you have any you know league structure that you would like to see me do, uh, let me know in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening, for watching, and uh, we'll see you in another video. Peace.